All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of、uh, Hundred Books a Year with Kevin.、Uh, today, I want to spend one episode talks about something I think really interesting.、Um, it's on the book "The Hard Thing About Hard Things" by Ben、uh, Horowitz. Horowitz. Yep.、Um, we read his book before. The、um, "What You Do Is Who You Are" about business culture. This one precedes that. It's an older book, about a couple years old. It talks about the hardship of entrepreneurialism, right? How to start up your own business, how you start your own your own company, and I think what's really interesting about this is that the hard thing about hard things is really there's no template, right? There's no manual how you should start a company, how you should manage your team, how you should do this and done that. So I want to just put a spotlight on one thing today, which I found interesting because we talk about. Um, Netflix culture, right? The no rules rules book. We talk about、um, different criteria, and I think what's really interesting is that the very thing that Reed Hastings or the Netflix team focus on is talent density, right? This idea that okay, this really is about how should we hire the best talent. How should we find the smartest people? But on the flip side of that is when are the smart people are bad employee? I think in this book, then、uh, Horowitz talks about this idea of when we are dealing with a smart people, quote unquote smart people. How should we deal with it? Right? There's a different examples I think are are really interesting. So let's dive right into it. So example one is that. Some a smart employee will develop an agenda to improve the company, right? So rather than identifying weakness, he or she just searches for faults to build his case. So something along the lines of, "Well, this company is run by a bunch of morons," right? So in a sense, that he just trying to find some sort of inconsistencies to build his case. And in a sense, that the smarter the employee, the more destructive the behavior can be, and because if you're not smart, if you're like you know, <laughs> if if somebody is a dumbass, um, nobody will listen to them. Like people will know that that is l- like lunatic, like like that's not make sense. But a smart people can really put two things t- t- together and deliver you a very very. Good slash effective argument that can be more destructive than the average employee. I think that's really interesting.、Um, the reason behind that, like why that is destructive, is because first of all, this the as the as a smart employee might feel like they are disempowered. Right, she cannot get to the person in charge that she can complain, so she's causing other problems. And secondly, she might be, or he might be, just a naturally just a rebel, right?、Uh, cannot be happy, right?、Um, she just have to assert some things up. And then lastly, it might be just na being naive or、uh, immature, right? So that is one example of when the、uh, smart people might be a bad employee. The second example is、um, when some brilliant people are flaky. So, what that means is, 
they don't need to work hard, right? I think we all uh, in, uh, encounter people, whether in school, right? Like they don't study, you can tell that they are doing something else when, you know, the teacher is giving lecture and they're maybe, maybe they're shopping for shoes, maybe they're reading uh, comic books, right? I run into this all the time when I was going to school, either in China or here, and then they don't review for, for the exam, they show up, they got a better score than you are, right? So those are smarter people, those things are natural to them in this particular case. So they are used to getting things done with minimal effort. And that is, uh, what's it called? That is a, a slippery slope in a sense that, um, it doesn't matter what you do, you gotta put in effort, but if you are used to not putting effort, then that can be a bad employee, right? I think that is a very, very true point right there. Number three, um, we talked about just uh, smart people being a jerk, right? Uh, a destroyed communication, it really um, just, because their brain can function faster than others, so they might see this argument as being incomplete or they might see this argument as being quote unquote uh, not wise. And in a sense that they might just give up as a vibe that they don't care, right? So a couple brilliant examples I wanna give here, it's actually really interesting in the book. Um, Dennis Rodman, right? Uh, the person that dies here that just hang out with uh, King Jong-un like a, a couple years ago, right? Um, he He's a rebel, right? Like. Uh, the team was coached by Phil Jackson at uh, at the time, and then uh, Dennis Rodman is allowed to miss practice, right? Like he might flew to Vegas to party and then come back for the game, right? And then uh, there's some reporter asking the coach, right? Like Phil Jackson, say, "Hey, if Jordan want to do it, can you allow it?" And then like uh, Phil Jackson just shake your hand. No, there, there can only be one Dennis Rodman, right? So. Even though that Dennis Rodman is a defensive beast, right? Like the Bulls need him on the defensive side. The thing is, is that he can be disruptive. He can be a bad employee in a sense that in an environment where we needed him to perform and he doesn't perform, right? So I just think that this is a very, very interesting perspective. And then uh, I think the hard things about hard things um, it's a good book. I feel like uh, this is a book that put Ben uh, Hollowes on the map. And I think people should read the culture book and then read this book, read his latest book first, so that they were going to have a more understanding of management and also, uh, in a sense, uh, get to know his thought tendencies and you know the story that he's telling. All right. Cool. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you like the podcast, subscribe, share with your friends, leave a comment, leave a review, and then we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Alrighty? Bye.